Paul Antonelli here. Welcome to another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast. I'm uh, still trekking my way through the uh, Great Victoria Desert, about to sort of cross over into the Gibson Desert in West Australia, set in uh, my current settings in a campsite in the desert, red sand underfoot, blue skies, it's early in the morning, just thought I'd get up and uh, produce a bit of a podcast while I'm uh, a bit enthused. Okay, so today's subject is, are you playing a long game or a short game in business? So one of the things that... uh, we sort of potentially do as business owners is create uh, unnecessary stress uh, for ourselves based on our timelines and what we want to set. And there's a really big difference between playing a long game and a short game. I think what happens is we don't intentionally necessarily go, look, I'm playing the short game. But I remember when I set up businesses before, you know, when I was in my late 20s, early 30s, I was really focused on growing quickly and getting there quickly, um, which is really quite ironic um, when you think that at that age, you've got plenty of years ahead of you, plenty of time to get something built. But for some reason, there's this urgency to scale big and get big and get there quickly. Uh, it's really interesting reflecting back on it, but it taught me some really interesting lessons between the long and the short game. And it really fits in well into the concept of an ideal business. Because what had happened was in uh, the manufacturing business that I had, I was in the late 20s, started this business and uh, it all sort of, uh, it was a business that imploded and there was all sorts of fallout from it. And when I reflected back on that four years, four to five years journey, I had my, my daughters, Tessa and Chris, were very young. They were sort of two and four at that time. And I'd realized that because I had this focus on getting there quickly, it was all consuming. And I'd missed out a lot on, you know, I'd leave. I'd leave home at uh, seven in the morning, get back at seven at night, and it was really long days, long weeks. And it was just all consuming. It was all consuming. And a lot of it, when I reflect back on, was on this, we got to get there, we got to grow it, we got to scale it. And in, in, a deg- in a way, the business sort of takes over and it takes control of you and it starts driving you. It actually starts driving you and starts driving your life, which is pretty common. The implosion, once the implosion followed, everything just went quiet. It was quite surreal. There's no other way of explaining it. It was quite surreal. Uh, It went from this activity, so much stuff going on, to literally within a couple of days, it just gone quiet. And everything, my sense of who I was, uh, my sense of purpose, what I was involved in, all that stuff just just sort of disappeared overnight. And actually, there was a great, huge relief with it because I wasn't sure where it was all going. And so then we spent a bit of time looking at it. You know, I know I was reflecting on it going, well, God, that sucks. That really sucks. Because I thought it was going to be, you know, four or five years, six years, we'd get it up. You know, we did get the turnover up and could never work out if we were making money. It was one of those really confusing businesses. We certainly never had any cash flow. It was always very challenging. I thought we'd just get to where we needed to go in five or six years. And so it was just worth putting the hard yards in. You know, so you put in the hard yards in, you tolerate it, you do what you need to do, and then eventually it'll turn around. It was a very flawed logic. And you can do that, looking at can work. The problem with that strategy or that approach, which is very much a short game approach, is that if it doesn't work, if you don't quite get there in time and it doesn't work, it ends up causing you a lot of stress. 
and you start sort of second-guessing yourself and you, you sort of go, I didn't get done what I needed to do. A lot of these uh, milestones which we, you know, set, uh, we, set by, we set ourselves. It's not like anyone else is setting them for us. And so I think when it all sort of imploded, I looked around and I'm, I changed direction and, you know, went into a whole different area, you know, did a permaculture certificate, grew, started growing my own food because we really came back to baseline. We didn't have anything. We lost everything that we had before then. So we started with uh, with nothing really. Uh, so just uh, had to move out the house that we were buying and go and rent and all that sort of stuff. And what had happened during that time for the next few years that unfolded, it was a period with one of my ex-partners from that business. We sort of worked together for a few years as we determined what we were going to do next. And we built a website and we did some consulting. and We did a whole range of different things. Uh, and we're just sort of trying to find which way to go. And so then as things unfolded going forward and, you know, we had lots of other experience since, since then, I guess what that left me with was you're better off living. And, and the approach that I have now with business is that I, I, it's a long game. So I do adopt a long game approach. And the difference between a long game and a short game approach is that I still set forecasts with the business, with the team. We still set goals that we're trying to achieve, but I'm not wrapping my life around these objectives being achieved in the time that we set. Because the, the big, the big trade off, I guess, is that when you set yourself a long game, a short game approach, you've got to go all in. It's all consuming. It's got to take up all of your time. It's just something because you're, you're rushing, you're heading towards a goal. When you adopt a long game approach, you sort of realize that it's not, it's not for, for me, it wasn't really going to be worth it doing that because I've experienced the all in approach, not having joy coming out of it. In fact, losing everything as well. Not only did I, you know, miss that chunk of time with family and my small, small kids, but also started back with zero. Actually, it consumed everything. So then I decided, well, that wasn't going to happen anymore. And so for me, business then had to be a bit more of a long game. And I didn't really care, you know, as long as it was paying its way and we were growing it and we were enjoying it. But probably the most important thing is as long as it was enabling us, myself and our family to do what we wanted to do and the way we wanted to operate. You know, we were homeschooling our kids, which we did for most of their lives. Um, we traveled a bit. So we had things that we wanted to do. And as long as it was able to support that, then it was fine. If you want to find out how you can build your own ideal business and your own ideal life, head to the show notes and follow the links to take our ideal business quiz which will give your business a score on how ideal your business is to date. Highlighting your current strengths and areas to work on to make your business more ideal for you. Or you can simply go to www.invisbiz.com. That's with two Z's instead of S's and get your score after the episode. Now, Back to Paul. So it was very much a change. So the difference in, in essence was because it was a long game, there's a few things that come into play. Um, whenever you'd look at dialing something in or kicking something off, you might give yourself a couple of months to get it going, which is very short. So it was a bit of a different approach where it was all about, well, let's set ourselves a bit of a long game approach. And when you look at building a business and saying, look, I want to build a $10 million business, you know, something that I can sell. Now, if someone said to you, if I'd said to you, look, you want to build a $10 million business yet, yeah, you've got a year to do it. 
you've got one year to get out there and build this business. It's worth $10 million, so you need to be producing 3 or $4 million worth of profit or you just got to get out there. You'd sort of look at that and go, hmm, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Look, I know I would. I know I did. Um, and so it's sort of that it's, it's not necessarily that the goal's ridiculous or unachievable. It's more linked into the time frame. It's more linked into the time frame because there's there's journeys, there's things that you have to go through in order. And, and I'm I'm a really strong believer that if you want to build, a, if you want to be a successful or have a successful business, you need to become the person that's evolved and has acquired the knowledge and the skills and the experience to own a successful business. It's not the other way around. And so that just takes experience and it takes journey and it takes lots of things happening, good, bad, all those sorts of things. It's just the roadmap of uh, running and operating and growing a business. And so what happens is over time then by setting these goals too short, we sort of kick ourselves or a bit disappointed we didn't quite hit that goal and there's always a question, well, what's happened? We got stuck and this isn't going on. But when you stretch those timeframes out and you sort of adopt an approach of um, bit by bit by bit, you can actually look back and see the things that you've achieved. And it's rare that we actually achieve the goals we set you know, I know it's particularly in the early days of business, it was very rare. You know, we'd set a forecast up, we do this, we do that, and we were short and we'd go, oh, what went wrong? And then you'd set up another forecast. And it was always a forecast, I guess, that was set up on the proviso that we, we knew what was going on and we had a level of predictability. And what I've come to realize, that takes a little bit of time in any business model to groove in. It's not something that happens in one or two years. So, that might take five or six years to sort of groove in. And then you go, oh. And it's a bit like the Thomas Edison approach. You know, when they ask him how he invented the light bulb, you know, the the – the, what you hear is that it took him about 10,000 goes. Eventually, he said, I just ran out of things that didn't work. I just ran out of things that didn't work, which is a really interesting view. So, he just kept doing things. And so, in business, you know, I, I think there's a, there's a very skinny line to get things really grooved in and perfect in business. There's a really skinny line, you know. But there's infinite lines and infinite paths to do things incorrectly, infinite in every area. So, you know, simply by that logic, it's a lot more difficult and a lot to, to actually get it right, you know. And the way you get it right is by doing a lot of things that aren't right. And that's a bit of a long game approach. And so, by setting yourself up, really setting yourself up for the view that you're going to build a long business, it, it changes a number of things. It actually enables you to to have not to not be too hard on yourself. And what you'll find is that uh, it enables you to set uh, a little bit more realistic timeframes as well around getting things done and what you want to achieve. And it, it reduces, I guess, potential stress and stuff. And the other thing it does is it also prevents you um, from 
putting everything in, you know, like this is it, this is going to be my focal point, this is what I'm going to do, you know, it's going to be that all-consuming sort of an approach to business. What it does is, is when you play the long game, you sort of go, I'm not going to absolutely, you know, do everything possible with this. I'm going to have a bit of a bit more balance. And so there's a real advantage in playing a little bit of a long game and adopting a long game approach with your business. And it's not to say that you don't set yourself goals and you don't push push yourself and push your team, but it is about expectations and it's sort of accepting the fact that this is this is a long game if you want to build something of true value true value something that can really um, at the end it's a, an incredibly valuable asset that can support what you do and support your life then it just takes time and you just have to look at any really valuable businesses they've they've most of these businesses have been at it for uh, a decade or more or two decades or three decades or you know and we, we tend to forget that. We tend to forget that. So I'm a really big believer now in anything when I approach business and when I look at business and when I think about business, I adopt a bit of a long game approach. And so the idea is to, you know, I've got to believe in what I'm doing. But at the same time, I'm really not prepared to sacrifice other aspects of my life because it could be for the short term, you know, but in essence, it might end up being, uh, it might end up taking longer. And then you just uh, have resentment. You don't love your business. You know, that's how you fall out of love with your business because it's like, it's stopping me and it's doing this and it's not achieving that. So it has its own entity, its own identity, and you can become quite sort of uh, jaded with it. So if you want to have a really healthy relationship with your business and, and where you're heading with it, make sure the business is an ideal business that supports your life. I'd really encourage thinking about business as a long game. And a long game could be 15 years. 20 years uh, it's not three or four years that's a that's really a short game but you know over the long term you can actually achieve a lot we just got to take some of that pressure off ourselves and build a sustainable approach which means that it's not something that we're just going to get in and get out of we're building a sustainable way of running and operating a business which is going to really support us in our personal goals and life as well thanks for joining me from the great victorian desert for this podcast and i'll catch up with you in another one Ciao for now.